Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome, everyone. It is January 27th. I had to look that up, of course, um, because I never know what day it is because it's just a number and it really doesn't matter. So thank you all for joining us uh, this wonderful Sunday evening. Uh, well, it's evening here where we are. Actually, we have uh, we've learned from last week's show. We have listeners from all over the world. So we are grateful and humbled to have had people listening to the show from, uh, of course, the U.S. and Canada but as well as Europe and Australia and part of Asia, I don't remember. So um, anyway, so uh, thank you all for listening. We had an absolutely wonderful time with the show last week. So um, bring Michelle in here. Hello, darling. Hello, my love. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. And yeah, we were super psyched to hear people tuning in from all over the world. So that's um, incredible. And, you know, part of the reason – we were working toward a TV show or are working toward a TV show is really the ultimate manifestation that we want is to have more people here from the power of 10 because it's so life changing and read our books. Um, And so if we can do that via a podcast, awesome. (laughs) You know, we are still, um, we we shot a pilot out here in Clearwater, Florida, which we ended up moving to because we just fell in love with it. So we manifested that. That was amazing. Um, and I wanted to touch on that because this show is sponsored by, I've always wanted to say that, uh, <laughs> com, which stands for Marine, Maureen Marie Casper Realty. Uh, she's who helped us find our beautiful waterfront home that we adore. Um, she's become a good friend. I, I wanted to tell uh, real quick a short story of how we met her because she, with the last name of Casper, like Casper the Friendly Ghost, only spelled with a K, I picked up on right away, of course, because of what I do, talk to spirits. <laughs> and her car is white, and I saw her license plate said Casper, and I laughed so hard. And when I told her what I do, she didn't even bat an eye, and she's become, she's read all our books and, and been just a really good friend to us. So thank you, Maureen. If you're looking for a home in the Florida area, uh, her website is on our Blog Talk Radio page, uh, slash Don't Change the Channel. So please check in with her. And if you want to sponsor a show with us, um, just shoot us an email. What's the best email, Joda? Info at uh, wearethepower10.com. Rise oh, at wearethepowerof10.com. <laughs> Rise at wearethepowerof10.com. If, if you have not, um, in fact, another funny story that was originally the uh, the title of the, originally the first book was uh, Rise, yep. um, and of course, uh, once Michelle's publisher got a hold of it, they changed the changed the name to Manifesting Miracles and Money, um, which of course is a little more a little more descriptive, I suppose. But Rise has been a as a, a key word in um, in a lot of the power of tense teachings, I should say. I mean, it's because it's it's simply no matter where you're at, you can you can rise just a little bit. You know, I mean, if you're if you're doing having an amazing day, you can rise up a little bit higher. And if you're having an eh day, a little bit, you know, it feels it feels good. And even if you're down in the dumps that day, you can rise up just a little bit. You don't need to go from depressed to elated, um, but you can just rise up a little bit, which is 
why the why the email is rise at we are the power of 10.com which you can reach out to us well, uh, for all kinds of questions yeah, and rise is just a very simple way to use your words to lift your vibration and um, if you're familiar with manifestation talk <laughs> law of attraction and all that and there's a lot of misinformation out there that you know, I didn't even tell you this, Joda. I think we might want to cover that in a future episode um, of of kind of where we're at with manifestation because I think the power of 10 takes it to a whole new level by, yes, you can manifest stuff and experiences. That's easy. Like, for instance, if you want to manifest a, a ticket to our Bahamas cruise March 14th, little plug there, um, visualize yourself there. See yourself there enjoying it. It's been on my bucket list forever to swim with pigs, and you can swim with pigs in the Bahamas. It's amazing. So, you know, picture yourself there. Feel it as if you're already there. Say rise 100 times <laughs> until you align with the frequency of what it is that you desire. Because if we all did that, we would inspire each other to create a more peaceful reality for everyone, and that's really what it's all about. So, with that, with that transition, because we do want to get to callers, but if you want to hear our history, um, please listen to the first episode, which we just recorded last week. Um, we do it quickly. I think we did it in like 15, 20 minutes. You can also go to our website at wearethepowerof10.com, um, where I write about how I started channeling my spirit guides at the Power of 10, um, if you want a little background info. And, of course, um, there's our books. So as Joda mentioned, there's uh, the first in the series. I've written six, but the three channeled ones are Manifesting Miracles and Money, Peace is Power, and Keep Your Spirits Up, which is what we're going to read briefly from tonight and just share our thoughts about that. And we thought it might help spur you on to ask some questions, um, you know, if, if you need a little spring on. Of course, you're welcome to ask the Power of Ten whatever you want. Uh, and even if you don't know what you want to ask, they will get it from you, so don't worry too much about that. But this is a great way to kind of spawn some deeper dialogue, and so we might do this every week. I don't know. We're kind of winging it to see <laughs> what works, right? Um, let us know if this is something you want us to continue to do. I just opened up randomly, quote randomly, because nothing is random, um, to chapter 31 and keep your spirits up if you own this book. Um, it's the latest one, the most recent one. And I just got reminded by Facebook that it's our one-year anniversary, which is exciting. And it also became number one on Amazon. So this is on page 88 of the hard copy. I'm just going to read it real quick. It's actually a really short paragraph, thank goodness, I mean chapter. Um, and most of them are. The great thing about this book is um, they have pretty brief uh, lessons. E each chapter is like a couple pages, and I think there's 90 chapters in here, so you can do it kind of like a daily thing, but I like to just open it up to wherever. Um, and then just a quick reminder, just look on our website for any of our offerings. Uh, we are doing the Bahamas Cruise. That's under uh, Workshops. Um, and if you want to set up a private consultation with the Power of Ten to go deeper, uh, you can do that at wearethepowerof10.com slash consult. And our online program for, I know a lot of you last week asked about your purpose, and that's totally fine. You're welcome to ask that. However, if you want to do our online program um, that's self-directed, just go to yourliferepurpose.com, um, and you can get more information about that and how to set up. Did I leave anything out, Joda? Uh, no, I believe that's it. Just that, uh, yeah, all that stuff. If you just go to wearethepowerof10.com, um, that all of everything she just said is right there on the homepage with links to that and all of our social media and 
and YouTube offerings as well. Actually, that's something that I think is, has been, I shouldn't say underutilized. I mean, there's been thousands and thousands of views, um, but there are uh, a number, I don't remember how many, but there are a number of recordings, videos um, at events that we've done, um, which is a really wonderful resource just to see different questions that people ask. Um, myself having the opportunity and the privilege to listen to everything the power of 10 has ever said, um, I, I tend to run out of questions and it's been really fun for me to hear other people's questions because then they kind of spur on these, these different, uh, you know, these wonderings that I, I might have had, but I haven't really formulated yet in my mind. Um, but it's just, it's fun to watch other people's questions and, and the way that they answer um, there. And as well as the original, actually the original 10 recordings that we had ever done, uh, that I had ever done with the power of 10, um, from my my initial stammering to uh, to getting into a little a little deeper. <laughs> okay, well, with that, let's uh, read chapter thirty one. Source doesn't care if you individuate. Separation is all an illusion. I'm gonna say that again. It's a basic tenet of what we teach. Separation is all an illusion. As you focus more on the ego's creative diversity rather than the larger part of you that is spirit. Source energy will continue to shine on and love you anyway. So what does that mean? When they say ego's creative diversity, what they mean by that, I, I believe, is that it's your own individual. We're all here to creatively express our purpose, whatever that is, and it's of love ultimately. So you can, when, you, when a person individuates in psychology terms, that it's like a teenager trying to, have their own identity away from their parents. And so our ego, it's not evil, as a lot of people say it is, or we don't believe that. It's just the part of you that is your personality. And when you try and separate that from source, you can, but your source is always available to you. It can always pour through you. And that's a higher divine energy, and that's what I channel through my guides, that can help you access way more than you could ever desire not just the things you want but more than you can even specify which I think is more fun that's how I see it but if you guys want to when we open it up if you want to add to that in your viewpoint of what it means feel free uh Michelle awoke in the middle of the night, unable to return to sleep. Her mind was focused on all the things she deemed, quote, wrong in her life, from her teen daughter's absence on her birthday to her health. She was suffering from a migraine and the extra weight she put on over the holidays, which is hilarious because I still obsess on those things. I am human. <laughs> you ever do this? You start tripping in the middle of the night and your mind starts overanalyzing things? As she was tired and her body was in pain, her mind began spiraling to more, quote, bad things until she knew she had to stop the cycle from triggering her into an even deeper, lonelier, pain-filled space. It occurred to her that in the same way Source shines on her and loves her as she individuates and creates a life that is, quote, hers, she can learn to do the same for her daughter. Michelle imagined her shiny self, capital S self, as large and bright, and she affirmed over and over again, I am one with Source energy, until the pain subsided and she returned to sleep. I would recommend that, by the way. It's fantastic when you, or even if you can't remember that, I think in Peace is Power, they said to affirm I am peace over and over again until you can calm your mind 
you throw it a bone like a dog and, and help you go to – oh, that says it in the next paragraph. That's funny. Anytime your mind turns <laughs> – I do that all the time. Anytime your mind turns obsessive over negative thoughts or if you are feeling fear or anxiety or resentment or anger or dread, throw your mind a, quote, bone to chew on with a positive affirmation such as the one above. Your mind is like a dog that needs diversion from time to time while it's still training. Reminding yourself who you really are is a way to escape the suffering you cause yourself on earth. And I get some goosebumps on that last sentence. I'm going to read that again. Reminding yourself who you really are is a way to escape the suffering you cause yourself on earth. That's powerful. Because another main tenet of Power of Ten is that uh, we now choose to learn through faith and not suffering. So, you know, this, this earth game, yes, we have contrast, but you don't have to create the contrast. There's enough of it without creating drama. And so often it's not what happens to us. It's the stories that you create, your reaction around what's going on. But when you remember your higher self, your source self, your divine self, whatever you want to call it, your God self, your Christ consciousness, when you remember that divinity, that helps you escape all the, the contrast, the suffering that is apparent in this third dimensional reality that can be really tough to navigate sometimes. Um, but when you, when you do that, that's where the fun manifestations are. They really are. It, 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 it's almost like life becomes magic when you tune into those higher vibrational energies. Right, darling? Yeah, and something I wanted to to add, um, well, starting backwards and going, or starting from the back and going forward, like I normally do, the the idea of learning through faith and not suffering. That one actually tripped me up a little bit. Um, we all have different um, different ideas and different ideologies about religion. Um, some people hold on to theirs and it works for them. Some people don't hold on to it as much at all. And it, throughout my life, faith had always been synonymous with religion. Um, and it actually took me uh, a little bit to get my mind around the idea of of believing or knowing that which is not seen, um, which is also used in religion um, for good reasons. And something that Power of Ten talks about with with having faith in things, because just because we're not seeing it with these with these physical eyes, these three dimensional eyes, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And and therefore that's exactly. the faith. And so I thought that was, um, if that, I'm just offering that, if that's tripping up anyone um, in in comparison or contrast to your religious beliefs of the word faith. Um, yeah, something else it's I, trust. You know, it's trust that, well, the power of 10 teaches, and this is a physics viewpoint, actually, a scientific one, that every reality is already happening. And it sounds kind of like science fiction, and science fiction actually has movies and TV shows about this. But when you, if you just try that on, that anything you could ever want is already happening, and then you just tune in your frequency to meet it there, it's easier than creating something from nothing. It's, it's, a, it's beyond the faith. You know, right, that it exists. So that life you want, that purpose-filled life, it, it exists. You just have to lift your frequency by doing the things that you love. And that's a little different for everyone. By just saying rise, by meditating, by moving your body, by feeding it foods that resonate with your body, by surrounding yourself with high vibrational friends, not a bunch of naysayers. That's important. You can help people, yes, but just don't get dragged down by that. 
Um, and especially, I mean, this is what I fall prey to, is falling into the negative news in the world. Uh, you know, it's everywhere. I don't even read the news, but it's it's hard to avoid it. Um, and that's fine. You can be aware of it, but just don't get dragged down in the mud with it because you're not helping anybody when your vibration's so low that you're not even helping yourself. So, you know, do those things daily that lift you up. Have trust that that whatever it is you want exists already. You know, our TV show is already happening. Our, uh, you know, our, our yacht is waiting for us somewhere materialistically wise. <laughs> I mean, again, it's not just about the material. That's fun. We're not saying that's a bad thing. Um, in fact, it kind of shows you that you're on the right path when those things and opportunities and relationships show up for you. But ultimately, it's just about finding joy in everyday life um, because that's contagious. And that's the world that we want to create together. So with that, um, if you want to discuss this chapter at all, um, by all means, just you can always ask the Power of Ten to expand on something that they've written in the books. Um, and I say they, if you're not familiar with channeling, because it's uh, my spirit guides. They've lived with me. They've been my friends in other lifetimes. They've, and they're, they have higher wisdom. They're non-physical. And so, um, you know, it's not like mediumship where I'm, I'm communicating with ghosts, spirits, the dead. Um, they are very much alive in their own vibration, and I just allow them to come through my body vehicle. Um, and again, more on that in the first episode, if, if you missed that. So do you have anything else to say, darling, before we start taking callers? Um, no. Are there people on the line? There are. Um, I, I just wanted to, uh, I just wanted to speak with the power of 10 about something I was thinking about as I was reading, uh, reading this. So maybe we'll, we'll awesome. start off with that and then, and then we'll turn it over to a, a few phone calls. We'll let you do that. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think so. They're your friends too. <laughs> they are. I, I joke right, that they're, uh, they're my 10 best friends. Well, 11 <laughs> with you, honey. Aside from me. Yeah. Thank right. you. Okay. So I'm going to meditate. Sometimes it takes a few seconds. Sometimes it takes a little longer. Um, Joda will entertain you and discuss stuff with you while we're waiting. Um, but he'll know when they're on the line and you can feel it. Feel free to also just be quiet and meditate with me. Just silence your mind. Um, don't make it real complicated. Just empty your head. You can even say, rise, 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 if you want to help lift your frequency to, to meet me, to meet us. And here we go. Thank you. Well, not, I don't know about me entertaining you guys. That's a lot of pressure. Just kidding. Um, no, I just wanted to reiterate the... Uh, the, the massive amount of resources that are available to you at wearethepowerof10.com. Um, again, we've got all these, we've got all these social uh, media. There's a lot of, something we haven't touched on, there's a lot of uh, memes on there. There's literally hundreds and hundreds of them that are quotes from the, uh, all three books actually, um, in different detail. And they've got a, you know, either a pretty or a cute picture or whatever, but um, they have a, a lot of little snippets there. That's, that's a lot of, uh, that's a good reminder often just as a, you know, a, a read it for four seconds and you're like, Oh, that's, that's, that kind of hits deep. It's good. Um, those are all available on the website under the quotes tab. Um, also Instagram, Pinterest and Facebook are full of them on the pages. 
um, as well as all of the books. And also, if you are not on our email list, um, just to go a little more old school, we've also got uh, free affirmations and a wonderful um, meditation on there available to you. As soon as you sign up, you'll have access to that, as well as the all the rest of the uh, the interesting things and happenings that we've got going on. And one last reminder is to uh, make sure you follow us on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you to them for offering this uh, this uh, this medium to uh, to allow us to speak with you guys. So we would appreciate you following us there and passing that along. And uh, I think that I'm going to be quiet now because I can feel the power of ten are here to say hello. Yes, of course we are here. It's good you to hear to your engage, collective. Joda Reed, yes. Yes, your collective voices always make me smile. Yes, you're a smiley person. We appreciate that about you, for the most part. Yes. Yes, as long as I am not trying to individuate too much. Yes, and that's okay. You see, when your children are individuating, when you look, for instance, at a small toddler you perhaps get angry at them for a moment because they can be loud, yes? And yet you understand it is simply part of their process of growing and evolution. It's part of growing up. You see, it's a stage is what you call it. And so that's how we view when you are individuating, when you're trying to do it on your own. You see, it's like you're taking your own steps and you're trying to do everything on your own and then you wonder why you have so many problems, you see. And we don't mean to laugh at your problems because we know from your energetic vibration how serious it seems to you. It's as serious as if you've ever seen a, a small child gets really mad because they break their crayon and to them it's the end of the world. You see, that's how we see you in your current state of evolution, if you truly understood that the universe is constantly running through you and expanding as an energy, you see, through all of you, every single one of you, that same spirit, that same energy, those same gases, if you want to get scientific, the same things, the elements that make up the stars in your universe run through you. It's an easier way to go about it than demanding that life goes your way and getting angry when your crayon breaks, you see. And it is okay for you here. We want this to be a forum for you to bring to light your dilemmas. You see, we'll call them dilemmas instead of problems because those are simply roadblocks on your path, you see. And so sometimes we can help steer you around them like we call it boulders in our books yes and yet you can just go around the boulder and we can show you how or where that first boulder might have been placed it may have started as a small little pebble and like a pebble rolling through the river gathers up speed and it it gathers up weeds and it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger you see the same happens with your dilemmas which block your progress And you see, our only purpose for coming through here is we want to help you thrive. We want to assist you in your path. We're not here to circumvent your progress and do it for you in the same way you don't want to do that for your children, or some of you do, but you're inhibiting them by trying to learn their lessons for them, something Michelle keeps trying to do. And yet, 
when she just lets them learn themselves and serves as inspiration by living her own life with clarity and joy. You see, that's a better way of going about it. And so it's not a bad thing that you wish to individuate. It's part of the whole plan of being here on the planet that you decided, all of you, every single one of you who came here, you thought, yay, it would be an adventure. And you came here and it was dense and slow and everything moved much slower than it does in the way station and beyond, which you call heaven and the many billions of dimensions that exist beyond heaven. When you decide to not reincarnate and do it the hard way through suffering and learning from suffering, how often have you learned from suffering? We feel you collectively raising your hand, you see, and that's how you do it in this dimension you chose. And yet, when you can tap into the higher dimensions, when you can tap in daily to your sense of gratitude first, because gratitude moves up the ladder of vibrational feelings, and feelings are just vibrations, yes? When you can rise up into those next levels of hope, and then perhaps happiness, that's transitory, yes, but it leads to a purity of joy, which is your true nature. You see, that's when it gets really good. That's when you align with the higher vibrations in the way station beyond, because in the way station, when you're not carrying around the body, you see, then you can visualize what it is you want because it's in your mind. It's not through your physical eyes. You don't have a body. You see, you often you forget that. When you die, you don't have a body. You bury it, you burn it, whatever it is you do with it, and then your soul is set free, and it connects with the vastness of spirits, which makes up the energy of the entire universe, which is never-ending, eternal. You all have a difficult time with the, the con- mental construct of eternality. You are eternal. You go on and on, and yet if there's a, something you want, we always bring up ice cream because we remember how good it tastes to taste ice cream which makes Michelle smile because she can't have ice cream because her body doesn't like it. She's lactose intolerant, you see. And yet, that's memory. And see, now we're talking about ice cream. Perhaps your mouth is watering. That's how powerful your brain is when you think about something that you enjoy, that you want. And so when you focus the mind on those things that you want, your mind doesn't know the difference if it's past or future. Just continue to focus on those things and people and experiences and adventures you love. When you are constantly telling yourself things that you hate and pointing those things out and you are sad and then you wonder why you don't have what you want, that's why you don't align with it. But it is very simple to flip the switch. And we are not saying to deny your emotions. We understand we're verbose tonight, but we feel like a lot of you are listening. When you can own those feelings and say, yes, this is where I am because it's a compass, yes? I'm now feeling sad because I'm remembering. I'm using my mind as a tool right now to remember what happening, happened to me. And yet if everything is happening all at the same time, which we tell you in physics is the truth, then you can choose a different reality. You can say, yes, perhaps 
that's the story that happened in this life story I chose for myself, this incarnation. And yet, I now choose. I have the power, the power to choose the world I want to live in, the reality I want to live in, which is one of grace and beauty and joy and energy and good health. And yes, wealth and abundance in all things. Because with that abundance, you can share. You are at a state of evolution where you all could, we won't say need, because you need for nothing. It would be good. It would be fabulous if you could learn to share, to grow your bounty, your bounty of joy and abundance of good feelings and let it overflow. That alone will help humanity tenfold. Now for your question. Thank you for the platform. Oh, absolutely. I And as you were saying, as, as something I just made note of, I wanted to um, thank you very much for w- earlier when you were talking about the the boulder going around the boulder um, during the Your Life Repurpose program. That was such an eye opener for me. It's been such a such a truth that I internalized that that boulders are just a lot of little pebbles and they can either be broken down or gone around or and and we just make them typically these huge things that are insurmountable and it, you know there's there's a way to either get around it or work through it and by just realizing it for what it actually is and it's just a, a lot of little things that have built up. Yes, they're mental constructs because the truth of you is more like the river. Think of how when water is rushing, how it is more powerful than the boulder. You see, that is who you are. You're far more powerful than you give yourself credit for. You're far more powerful when you align with the spiritual energy that is you. And you can, yes, smash the boulder, go around the boulder, whatever it is you need. And those boulders are your mental constructs that block your progress. Yes. Um, so then just to an observation, I was just, uh, as I was reading this chapter, um, before our show, really in the second sentence, and, and I wanted to point out the, the words that were chosen by all of you. Um, I really like that as you focus on the ego's creative diversity, and, and I think that that's interesting because our ego is, is just this engine for change and individualization but it's in a creative way. And I think that in, in our, on our planet now, we've got this whole compare and contrast, which in and of itself, I, I believe is great. I mean, you can compare and contrast uh, creative outlets. You know, you can compare and contrast a piece of art versus a sculpture versus music or whatever. And those are all creative expressions of individuals. But the, but the compare and contrast has become more of a judge and separate and yes, I just wanted to yes. kind of throw that out there and get some, some more input on that. Yes, you see, you all have choices. And that your choices reflect your focus. Yes, and so often that's a good thing. When you are taking action, when, you're, when you are acting on your creative desires, whether it is you're writing or creating arts or you're constructing something or you're building a business, whatever it is that you're creating in the universe, you see, that is a good thing. What happens where you get into trouble is when you believe 
that your beliefs, your opinions, which are simply thoughts that you think over and over again, you must push those on other people who are also having their own ego diversity. Yes, they're living out their soul's agreement. And you see, that's where you get into trouble when you say it's only this way. And it's great for you as you are making your creative choices, but when you're pushing it on others, that creates a sense of violence. And we are here to help you foster peace, both within as well as without, because whatever you are creating internally is what you are seeing in your holographic reality, you see. And so by staying in your own lane, as we say often, which means doing things that, that make you light up, that resonates for you, that's your ego's diversity. That's your choosing and allowing spirit to source energy to run through you and creatively guide you. You see, that only adds to the momentum. But this is you that is navigating the boat, yes? And so navigate your boat. Just don't slam it into other people's boats. <laughs> right? I, I have this, I have this bumper boat from vision. our non-physical perspective, but so stop. Don't you're not bumper cars. You see, you just drive your own in your own path, and as long as it lights you up, you don't need to insist that it lights everyone else up. As long as you're not hurting another emotionally or physically, yes, then do it for you, your souls. You'll know by the way you feel, you see. When people say that their soul is injured, your soul can never be injured. Your ego can be bruised, yes. Your personality beliefs can change, yes, if you're open-minded, we hope. Because as a soul, you're always open-minded. You have no mind. Your mind is simply a tool that directs your ego. It's necessary on your planet. It's unnecessary when you die. Tap into that and you'll experience it more often. And you can tune into that reality. Not all the time or you would check out and you're not all ready to check out. It's not your time. But you often view death as this very serious morose thing when all it is is that your frequency aligns more with the next dimension than it does here. You see, or, or alternatively, your body vehicle has run out of gas. You see, sometimes... It's, it's it false prey because it also is a living thing. And it sometimes is prone to bacteria or, or perhaps you misuse your body vehicle. No judgment. But if you're not taking care of it, then it's time to allow it to go back to its original organic material while your soul alights and takes flight to all the many dimensions that exist beyond this reality that seems so serious for you. Thank you so much. Yes, of course. I believe we're going to, we've got some time to take a few callers. Um, and the first one who's uh, been with us on hold uh, is area code 707. And uh, last four digits are 5775. So I'm going to unmute you. And if you would share your name and where you're from, we'd love to hear from you. Hello, beautiful souls. This is Karen in Vacaville. Ah, Karen, beloved Karen. <laughs> Hi. You're back with us. Yes, we love your um, energy. Yes, thank you for being here. Yeah, so good to hear you and feel you. Um, yes. 
So I've been listening so far on the show, and it just really hit home. I ah, I had some contrast this morning and some self-doubt and blaming with regard to my parents who are who are aging, you know, they're they're in the part of their life now where they're not as uh, uh as uh, their body vehicles are yeah. Down. Yeah. And in and, and it is, perhaps their mental construct around that process as well, yes. Yes, and I want to help them so much, but they need to help themselves, you know, and I feel so guilty when I can't, um, and I know it's their path, but I just feel so bad and guilty that I, I don't want to be around them more because it's so hard for me to see them uh, decline. Um, yeah, not, this is a good not, thing for you to point out. And we want to just interrupt you because what we are seeing, that this is a karmic pattern we feel like you've had these parents in many lifetimes you feel this as well yes and Mm -hmm. they feel familiar to you and you have swapped back and forth you see you have been their parents in other lifetimes you see that is where the guilt comes from but that was a different storyline and so you feel it you don't have direct access to these memories most of you don't but trust us when we say we can see through the entirety of your soul's incarnations and you've gone done this back and forth and so let us ask you a question is it good for you to feel guilty is that no. a high vibrational emotion? No. <laughs> and do you know for that when your parents do choose to cross over into the way station and beyond, which is all of your paths, that they will be in a state of pure bliss and love? Do you know that to be true? Yes. 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 Can you see the higher state? If you adjust your vision, can you look at them in their higher state of love now? They're not there yet. But can you look at them like you would small children because toward the end of your life, that's often what you get like. You become like toddlers again, you see, and you're individuating saying, and what we see is happening is that they are holding on for dear life to this dimension because that's all they know. And you know more, but you can't share that with them because they don't fully understand and they don't want to. And that's okay. You don't have to explain your position. Your only job, we want you all to hear this, Your only job in this dimension is to beam at the highest vibration you can at any moment in time. Now, today that might have been a little lower for you because you were contemplating your guilt over not wanting to be around them. And yes, you took care of yourself. You called in tonight to lift your vibration. And now, once you rise to a state, whatever they're doing, you see, our definition of success is maintaining the highest vibration you can no matter what is happening. It's not the physical evidence of success. That's all fun and games, yes, all the treasures and trinkets that you hoard up when you're on your planet. And yet, isn't it much more gratifying when you can be in any situation and understand it for the story it is? Because understand, they came here with their own story, their own lessons, and we want you to hear this. It's perfectly acceptable for you to pull away, lift your vibration so that you can be in their presence and actually love them. Don't you think that if you were in a lowered state and they could feel your reticence, that that would feel worse 
than if you maintained your vibration and then came back from a place of love and acceptance. You see where we're going with this? Yes, yes, yeah. And you understand that that's your true state as well and understand from a higher perspective that you've done this back and forth throughout eons. So you can choose to not do this anymore. You can say, okay, we decided we don't want to come back and play parent, child, child, parent, parent, child, child, parent, parent, child, child. That's what you've done. And so wow. what's happened is from you're, it's gotten old. Yeah. See? And some yeah. of you do this in relationships, in romantic relationships, until you decide to opt out of that because it's keeping you in a holding pattern. You've learned the lessons. Yes, and really the ultimate lesson of parent and child is to rise above guilt because guilt and shame are very low vibrational emotions and that's not where you're going to gain anything. And ultimately, what you all want for your relatives, and we like to call them relatives because they're all relative to where you are in place and time. You see, those are your relative people. And so where you're at, is important. You have to know where you're at and what you really want for a parent or a child is for them to live out the highest and best for them, which, as we mentioned before, is different for everyone. Stop bumping your bumper car into theirs. Stop driving your yacht into theirs. Let them steer their own yacht. And if it seems like it's an old boat, that's their choice. They chose uh, maybe a smaller boat than the grand yacht because that's all they felt they deserved. And that's okay. You can drive yourself as grand a yacht, and of course we're using this as metaphor right now. Please don't call in and write to Michelle and Joda and say it's all about the materialistic yacht. It's not. But your lifestyle, your chosen path is like navigating a yacht through waters. You can play it small or you can play it grand. It's all your choice. It's all your focus. And so listen to these these recordings you have access to many yes you've been through the your life repurpose program listen to the meditations then go back and sit with your parents and perhaps practice not speaking Hmm. be in their presence look at them as they would look upon you as a little child beam like you're a lighthouse beaming light and love because when they are dead and they will we hate to break it to you you all will Mm-hmm. then you, that's what you'll be doing to them. Yes, you'll be doing that to everyone you love on planet Earth. You'll see them and you won't want to interfere. You may give them little signs which they ignore or they watch for, and yet you just beam light because light, when you die, is all you are. And so mm-hmm. practice that. And then when you come back, see how it feels. Yes, report it back to us because we like to hear about your progress. Thank you, Karen. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'll do that. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Thank you. you. Thank you so much. That's um, that's, uh, that's important uh, advice, I think, for uh, it's been coming up. I have been hearing this more and more often. It's it's always that guilt thing that trips us up. Um, yes, it's so icky, isn't it? Doesn't guilt even the word just you just feel like a little sick in your stomach, you see? Because what do you have to feel guilty for? Yes, there are people who do bad things. 
what you deem as bad. And we keep trying to tell you there's no such thing as bad or good. Not from our non-physical perspective. It's all just a game, all just a life lesson. It's all just school. Many of you understand that. And yet you feel bad for the things you did in relationship to other people. And yet your whole point here is to evolve. And if you don't evolve in this lifetime, you will in the next and the next and the next. It just means that when people do more bad acts than others, they just have to karmically come back again and again and learn through this suffering game much longer than you will. The quicker you rise above it all, you see, the quicker you rise above it all, the easier your path is made. You don't have to return back to this dimension. You can float around in bliss through the rest of eternity. How does that sound like a nice long vacation? Yes, it's like the Bahamas forever in in your point of view. Yes, just floating (laughs) around. That's what we do. There's nothing to do, no job to get to, no bills to pay, no people to please, no good or bad, no right or wrong because you have no body. There's no killing. There's no judgment because there's no bodies to compare and contrast. There's no sickness. There's no sickness. You've been that more often than you have been housed in a body. So we hope to point the way to that so that you can tap into that energy here and now. And we appreciate that immensely. Um, We're going to go now to uh, someone in the 719 area code. Uh, Last four digits are 7494. So again, I'm going to unmute you in just a second here. And if you would tell us your name and where you're from, we'll appreciate hearing from you. Hi, this is Florence, and I'm from Pueblo, Colorado. Yes, welcome, Florence. Thank you for calling. Thank you for having me on. Um, I've been kind of trying to figure out a good question, but I'm not sure what how to ask. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Does anything come to mind for you? We were talking about dilemmas as they are pebbles that add to boulders. What What are your blocks right now? We don't normally like to focus on blocks because whatever you're focused on, you expand. And yet we feel like this is a theme for tonight. And so what is getting in the way of your highest and best life right now, do you believe? I don't know. I'm kind of like trying to figure out where my purpose is supposed to go. I just graduated with my BFA for fine art. And then yes. I'm just now taking the class for the Healing Angel Protocol. So I'm excited about that. But I'm just kind of like not sure where I'm supposed to be going. <laughs> yes. And so... You live in the mountains, yes, or near them? Near them, yes. Yes, and so you get inspiration for your choice in living situation, yes? You like the height of mountains. There's something about it that gives you strength, and you've been there a long time, yes? Yes, all my life here. Yes, and so you like height. You're attracted to angels, to high vibrational beings. You like to create via painting, yes? Is that your fine art of choice? One of them, yes. <laughs> the one I do the most. <laughs> and you were attracted enough to take a class in angels, yes. And and so we'll put this as a possible path and just as a stepping stone, okay? You like to paint. You like to address the angels. You like the mountains. Do you like to play with 
tarot cards and other tools such as those of the oracle of reading the future? Usually oracles are my pendulums. Yes. And so what if you were to create your own cards, your own way of, of divinity? What if you were to carve your own path? That scares you. And yet we're here to tell you you wouldn't be in a place where you where you were surrounded by mountains if you didn't have that mountain to climb. Sometimes your purpose, not even sometimes, almost all the time, it frightens you. We said this last week. Michelle was terrified of stepping into this purpose because she was afraid that people would call her crazy. And just last, instead of focusing on the thousands of people that tuned into our show, she focused on one person who called her a nut job. You see, <laughs> somewhere along the line, you're scared of what people will think of you. That becomes a boulder. Not just you. We're saying this for everyone who's listening. It keeps you from stepping into your highest and best self. And yet, what if you were to just own that and focus on your artistic gifts and focus on those things that light you up and your true talent, yes? When you're painting, how do you feel? When you're creating art of any kind, how does it feel for you? Happy, giddy. Um, Usually I'm singing, dancing, having all kinds of fun. Do you think that's your path? When I'm doing it, yes, but then I'm also <laughs> sensing something with the healing, but I'm like, I don't know if it's something I used to do or just need to kind of clear a lot of stuff. And We want to tell you <laughs> that everything that you do that lights you up and makes you giddy, that's a good adjective, is healing because it's healing to you. And when you are lit up and giddy, that energy is contagious. What does more healing than that? You are playing a part in healing by doing that. And who's to say you can't be a healer and an artist? You see, too often you, you all get stumbled upon, you get where you have to choose this one big thing. What if it's a path of three things? You see, you want to perhaps limit it or you go in all different directions and you never get anything accomplished. But what if you were to daily take inspired action? And those things that make you giddy, that's your only thing that you must do, is that you must act on what makes you giddy. Couldn't that be a purpose? You see, your purpose, we'll say it again and again and again, is to express the love that you are. Because when you die, you'll recognize that you're made of love. You don't seek for love. So your unique way of doing that You see, your ego's individuation, as we talked about in the beginning of this program, you see, that's your unique gift to the world is your art. And so whether you do it through an act of divination, which if that resonates for you, then act on it. And and only thing that you need to act on it is to simply visualize it. If it aligns with your soul, watch as the many components come into play to deliver it to you. You see, Michelle knew that she was supposed to have a TV show. She had no idea how. Manifestation is not about the hows. It's about the whys. It's about the feeling of it. She sat on the beach and visualized how wonderful it was when they filmed the pilot and the company came to her. You see, that's the way it works. You get giddy, get really giddy. We want you to get so giddy that you are giggling with giddiness and then watch what happens. That is your mission. 
Whatever you do with that, it is inconsequential. You see, so many of you, because you live in a material world, you, you focus on the end result. We want you to focus on the feeling while you're doing it. And then report back to us what manifests for you in the material world. You are definitely on the right path because you're following the things that light you up, you see. And so don't mm-hmm. feel like it's a gigantic mountain. It's not. The mountains just give you strength. Look at them for inspiration. But know that you are secure in, in and of yourself and just do those things that make you giddy creatively. That is helping to heal you and it helps heal the planet. Does that answer okay. your question? Yes, it does. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you for calling, Florence. Thank you. Mm, thank you. That's um again what what a universal question i love i love that i can tell these questions although they're from one person they speak to everyone uh not only on the on the show with us right now but everyone who listens to these recordings because there's no such thing as time yes yes you're learning <laughs> i should hope so um so we're going to have we have time for one more caller and so we're going to go to uh 412 area code and our last four digits are 4296. If we could share your name and where you're from. Hello, this is Emily, and I am in Los Angeles. Welcome, Emily, from Los Angeles, the city of angels, as we were just speaking of. <laughs> yes. Thank what you is for your question, me. dear? Of course. Um, well, I went back and forth. Uh, I had a lot of questions, actually. And actually, the first call uh, resonated with me because it was one of the things I was dealing with today with guilt with parents. But um, I decided to choose a question um, uh, and go back to something that I've been dealing with for about 10 years. And that is um, my desire to be pregnant. Um, Uh, Doctors have told my husband and I that we medically cannot have a baby of our own um, biologically. And um, while there are some uh, science uh, cures, I guess you could say, on the horizon, um, I'm kind of at a point in my life, I'm approaching 40, where I'm somewhat panicking that I'll never get to be a mom. Um, I know that the yeah. teachings of the power of 10 talk about letting things go and not focusing and flipping the switch, which I try very hard to do. Um, but I can't help but come back to the panic. It never happening for me. Yes. What so a wonderful one- question. So we believe that the start of the question you are going to go with, and of course you're all connected, you're all one. And so the first caller brought up your guilt and shame around your parents. We believe that's connected to your alleged inability to produce a child. Those are the built the blocks that if you work through those and stop telling yourself there's a time limit at 40, that's societal. Yes. And yes. and you are listening to what others tell you, the doctors, and in some situations that's correct. But did you know that Michelle was told she could never have any children and she has two? You see, it's not always a, that's doctors can only tell you statistical realities biologically. But 
your emotions are far more powerful than anything you could do. Of course, we want you, as we've said previously, to take action, inspired action on things. And yes, you've done all the actions and you know mentally that your panicking is a heightened state of fear and you cannot manifest anything, certainly not a new life from a place of fear. Yes. You see, when you need something, when you say, I need to have it, you're coming from a deep state of lack. And whatever that is, whether it's a child that you must have, whether it is money, whether it is health, whether it is a romantic partner, you see, when you start to feel those, you have a good romantic partner, yes? Someone that matches you, that loves you and supports you through this because they also want to have a child? We see, yes? Absolutely, yes. So when you start to feel panicking, why not focus on your partner who wants the same and amplify those emotions? And yes, we suggest you go back to a time where the first time that you felt terrified that you wouldn't be able to have a child or perhaps there's something there that you believe that you're not going to be a good parent because of some of the things that you've experienced with your parents but we want you to point out to you now and to everyone on the call because you're certainly not alone in this and so we're grateful that you brought this up their life is not yours they birthed you just as you may birth another or perhaps another will birth for you that's just your gateway it's your entryway into this reality Anything beyond that is influenced by the storyline, the plot in your, you're in L.A., it's a script. Your whole life is a mm-hmm. script. You mm-hmm. see, and, and your life was influenced not just by your parents, but your teachers and your friends, yes, and all the people that you met along the way, including your romantic partner, you see. And so mm-hmm. when you start to feel that panic, or not to say to ignore it, because then you stuff it down, you have health problems, and then you can't have a child. But we want mm-hmm. you to tell yourself a new story. When you start to feel, oh, I'm, I'm going to be 40. I'm never going to have a baby. My doctor said no. Instead, as you've learned to do, to flip switch it, and we believe you're a good flip switcher. Yes? And so this is big for you, though. This is great for you. We want you mm-hmm. to see that it doesn't matter how big or small it is. If you can flip switch it in a small situation, then you can, of course, flip switch it in the situation where you wish to be the vehicle for a child. That's all you are is a vehicle for the child. So tell yourself a new story. Say, that was my story. I chose my soul agreement with my parents. I know I can be a good parent. I've learned a lot. Now that I'm almost 40, I've learned far more than I did when I was younger. If I would have had a child back then, it would have been a different child. And now that I know more, I have so much to give a child. We have so much to give a child because I have a loving partner who will help me support this soul coming through my body and experience it. Don't hold yourself back because too often people think they're going to jinx themselves, which is ridiculous. We want you to feel, why do you want a child? Is it just because society expects it you to, or is it because you want that love that you share with your partner to overflow into a child and you know you can do it? We think it's the latter. We feel exactly the love what that it you is. have and you want to share it, whether it is through your vehicle, perhaps through a surrogate other. We know you're exploring your options. Why not use the technology available? But you want to feel what it feels like to have a baby in your belly. That's, we keep patting Michelle's belly because you want to feel that, Yes. And so that's not a bad wish. 
If that's what you want to feel, we want you to pat your belly every day. No one needs to see you because they'll think you're in that job. And we want you to pat your belly and say, oh, I love you, baby. I love you, baby soul. I'm going to give you so much love. It's okay. It's safe for you to come through here now. We know that you're a fighter. We know that you, despite the odds, can come through and be here with us. We want you to read more stories about miracle births because what is a miracle other than something that allegedly defied the odds? Let go of the odds. You see, there's many, many stories of Michelle's best college friend. She was in her late 40s. She already had a grown child. And she got married to someone who wanted the baby. And they said there's no chance. There's less than a 1% chance that she would be able to have a child. And she had a healthy baby. You see. Wow. Let go of the odds. Focus on the miracle stories. Create miracles every day. And if it feels right for you to choose alternative me- methods, only do it if it feels right for you. There's no guilt or shame there. It's just a body vehicle. The child is still yours because you are the one right. raising it and molding it. And they chose you even if it wasn't your body vehicle. So thank you for bringing this up. Keep saying thank rise. Thank you so much. Align your frequency. I'm so great. Oh, yes. Thank and so grateful is so how you manifest. You're so thank welcome. Thank you so much. Dear. You're so bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you so much. That's um was very touching. Well, we are at the end of our hour. Um, power of ten, thank you again. So so wonderful to visit with you. And um and we actually we're gonna be taking next week off because many people, uh including myself, will be watching the Super Bowl as is customary here. I don't know why, we just do. But uh we will be back in two weeks which is uh, February the 10th, same time, 6 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Pacific. And um, all of the information, once again, that we've been speaking of is at wearethepowerof10.com. And we'll have uh, some links up here on the episode to the website as well as Amazon um, for the books. And, uh, and our sponsor tonight, of course, is MMKRE Real Estate. It also has Maureen's website up there as well. So Power of 10, again, thank you. We appreciate all of this time and, and wisdom you share with us. Mm, thank you for the opportunity. We appreciate you immensely. And we love you also very much. Thank you for tuning in. See you guys in a couple of weeks. Thanks a bunch.